football. It is what it is. It is what it is. Sorry, Reverie. Goes for goal! And finishes off the PSG victory! On the pire possible! Grâce à Monsieur Lionel Messi, quelle frappe! Le festival démarre pour Kylian Mbappé, la frappe! Le ponton, le ponton et le but! Hello and welcome to PSG Review, the show in a limbo like the club itself. The performance on the pitch has been deflated at best with some sprinkles of magical moments and the rumors are many, but essentially it's a little bit early to know how significant they are. And it's also a little bit early in the year to lose your heart at the rumor mill either. It's also known as the show with a lot of hope for the better tomorrow, nevertheless, or at least the next summer and the season afterwards. My name is Miko. Great to have you with me. You can find and follow me online at PSG Helsinki on Twitter and Instagram and email me directly psghelsinki at gmail.com. Rate, review, share, subscribe, all that is very helpful as always. And I'm very happy because in the first year and a little bit, this show has had listeners now from 105 different countries around the world on all continents barring Antarctica, of course, and the new ones are coming along all the time. So For me, that's very special because that's the kind of stuff I'm quite interested in anyway. So I'm certainly full of gratitude to have a very diverse group of you listening, hopefully enjoying this show in all corners of the world. Not that there are corners, but you know what I mean. But let's get into the topics at hand. PSG traveled to Angers to play against the league on bottom club, who's been having a miserable season with only 14 points to their name, totaled this season and the relegation seems fairly certain if not quite yet mathematically inevitable. Other results from last round saved them a little bit but it's not looking great and this match was last weekend. I I didn't record an episode directly after that and I'm hardly getting into it in any more detail than saying that PSG scored two brilliant goals, both chances created by Messi even if Juan Bernat got the assist for the first one and both goals were scored by Kylian Pape whose total in league on this season is now 22 goals and he's currently the top scorer, although a handful of players very much on striking distance, closest ones being Jonathan David of Lille and Alexander Lacazette of Lyon, who are only one and two goals behind him. So if he wants to be crowned the top scorer again, he will have to stay very vigilant. And I imagine that is something that he does want to achieve. Messi himself has 15 goals and 15 assists, which of course is great numbers for him. He's the leading assist provider and the most goal contributions combined all together at the moment in League One. And here's a fun fact just to remind you how good the early part of the season was. Neymar is number two in League One assist this season. It's pretty impressive with the injury and all. Mbappe has, of course, many more goals in all competitions. Five from Coupe de France, which all came from the same match, and seven in Champions League, and then add the national team goals, including being the top scorer in the World Cup during December with eight goals, and three of those, of course, came in the final. So he's not having an awful season at all. Of course, Messi had a great World Cup also winning the whole thing. I say that before someone gets upset at me for not loving him as much as they do. Uh, That's life for now, but perhaps not for much longer. Who knows? But I have digressed very far from the Unshares match. Yes, two beautiful goals, mainly crafted by two players you'd most expect to do such thing, but an awful match otherwise. And should Unshares had a little bit better finishing, uh, they could have been even winning this match. You know, they did get a goal in the second half and PSG was very poor, especially then. It's not a great time to watch this team and I'm not sure I can even remember when they gave us good solid 90 minutes at one go. I I guess it's enough to 
win the match, if you can win it and take care of the business, handle the matter in 10 minutes, that's also fine. But watching the second half, I think I felt least engaged with this team and what they do in a very, very long time. And leading up to this match, it wasn't great either, but we did make the bottom of the table club look like they were competing for the title itself. It's quite grim stuff, to be honest, but three points are three points. You have to take them and we needed them because both Lance and Marseille also won their matches last weekend. Uh, one more emphatically than the other who got their points through a somewhat shambolic own goal in the dying moments of the Olympico. But uh, it's not like we're in a great position of moral authority to point finger after the display in Angers. So top of the table remains the same, but of course now only six matches to be played and Lance and OM will still play each other. So whatever happens there when they play against each other, that will either knock one of them further from the title race or compromise a bit of both. I mean, I'm saying title race technically with eight point lead with six matches to go. You have to acknowledge that we aren't awfully far away from the title, the 11th title, especially with the diary as it is, us playing against teams that on paper we should beat fairly easily, but then having suffered through the second half of the Angers match, I will not celebrate one moment before I see that the club hasn't imploded somehow. Um, the only team that can beat us is us, but recently we've been pushing the envelope on that department quite far. Of course, I expect the professional, even if not necessarily very exciting end of the season, and hopefully there's nothing really to worry about. This has been a long season. I remember when the concerns were, should the team take train to away matches when possible? That's how well the football was going at the time that that was the talking point. And, and of course, it's an important one, far more important actually than uh, anything football related. If you're looking at the bigger picture, but in the football media economy, well, it's fairly hostile place for climate with its glorification of excess and private jets in general and a little to no analysis on the role of various owners and sponsors play in all this. So that considered, it can be seen as a sign of simpler times football-wise when our method of uh, commute was the question that people were most focused on. If I have one wish for the next season, and, and I do have many more than one, but if I could have even one, I would wish for a season when we play decent football from beginning to the end. I understand, of course, there's a match that is not going so well here and there. Now and again, there's an off night, but it's okay as long as it's not a off half a season. Much like the players struggle to give us 90 minutes, as I said, the team struggles to give us a full season. The World Cup was a huge factor. You can't belittle it or pretend that it didn't happen or that it didn't have any impact. Of course, it had a massive impact on this season. It was, it was quite season-defining, actually, but if you only looked at the 2023 part of the season after the undefeated autumn, we would not be talking about the title. PSG is neither the best home nor the away team this season in Ligue 1. We have conceded 31 goals in Ligue 1, which is as many as Marseille and six more than Lens. Uh, but this has been a season of two halves and as much as we mourned the pitiful spring, the autumn was very, very good. I really, it really was an impressive one and that too was part of this season in equal measure, so we can't overlook that as distant as it might feel right now.
Up next, we are playing against Lorient, who was the surprise team early on in the season of League On, but they loaned out their top scorer, Terra Moffi, the Nigerian forward to Nice during the winter uh, break. Uh, last autumn, he scored 12 goals in 18 matches for Lorient as they were punching well above their weight but for them too the second half of the season has been less flattering very much a mid-table team at the moment and their last win in league on was 12th of March so while ago but of course you have to take every match very seriously I mean Anges was on the bottom of the table I mean they still are but they nevertheless had a little bit better run of form and as we were playing against them they had gotten some points in recent matches even against good sides I think they won against Lille and so on but uh, this match against Lorient it will be played on the pitch it's not going to be played on an Excel spreadsheet so there won't be any excuses this needs to be a three points to us and the rest will do what they do I mean, this is not supposed to be won this title to us by others playing badly, but for our beloved PSG to earn and deserve it after all of the 38 matches of this league on season 2022-2023 have been played. Women will play a derby against Paris FC and then even bigger matches, two of them against OL. First in Coupe de France final and then the decisive Dion division on match as far as the table is looking now. A win there would take us very, very close to the title, but of course the derby needs to also be won before that. So two trophies are within the grasp for our women's team, but neither one of them is guaranteed in any ways. I mean, whatever in this world is guaranteed beyond the eventual end of this experience, but there's every Every chance for these trophies and winning one would be good, winning two would be great. Actually, it would be really, really great. Thank you so much for listening. We didn't even get too much into the transfer talk. That is simply because, like I said in the beginning of the show, there are names, many of them. I have mentioned many of them in previous episodes and some are new like Harry Kane, but we are still very far from anything happening. It's just so incredibly speculative at this moment and the same goes, of course, for manager situation. It would appear that Galtier has slim to no chance of continuing his work in Paris, but who will it be? Again, there are names, but we don't know. We also don't know about Messi, although his renewal seems unlikely and Ramos could go either way. We don't know. Some even suggest that Neymar could be sold or rather that someone under these circumstances would buy him. But I doubt that it will happen. I mean, it could, but it seems like complicated process with injuries and salary and Also, I would say that if finances allow, I would not mind seeing him in Paris next season and hopefully this recent surgery has made him a little bit more durable on the pitch, but he is a player that certainly seems to love PSG uh, for whatever that is worth and I think that is worth quite a lot actually. Campos seems unlikely to stay, but instead of taking a step back, it seems that Doha will be at least as involved as they have been before. Well, at least it seems that possibly, potentially, and certainly, hopefully, the focus is going to be on the type of players this club needs to perform on the pitch, because this is now, this summer, the last Mercato, the last transfer window, the one that is coming to convince Kylian Mbappe to accept his optional season with us beyond the next season. Otherwise, we could lose him for free the summer after this next one, and if we continue as we have done for the past couple of years... Who could even blame him? So a lot is on the line in the months to come. 
Hey, thanks for listening. Share, rate, review, and join me next time when we talk about something new. I hope so, but who can even guess what that could be? My name is Mikko. Take care, and until we speak again, peace.